Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Just a heads up, this episode includes references to sexual assault and descriptions of rape. If she loves you and likes you and doesn't respect you, she will not have sex with you. I have women who respect me and fucking hate me, but they're here every time I call. This is Andrew Tate. He's a famous influencer, a full-on misogynist. There has never been across the history of humanity any respect put on the name of a promiscuous female ever. It's always been frowned upon and disgusting. But it's kind of like men can smell it on you. And he's arguably one of the most famous people in the world. He has a huge following on Twitter, well over four million. He's previously been banned from the platform for misogynistic views. Mostly among young men. Lots of these students spend a lot of time on TikTok. And unfortunately, Andrew Tate's target audience does happen to be young boys who are easily, easily impressionable. The boys at school my age, like, aspire to be who he is and, like, really agree with what he's saying. One of them did say to me, and sort of asked me questions about, like, oh, like, do you not think you need a man for, like, money? How are you going to, like... Look after yourself. How will you buy a house? Last December, he was arrested under suspicion of human trafficking and rape. The online influencer Andrew Tate has been detained in Romania as part of a human trafficking and rape investigation. But this is not the first time that Tate has been accused of rape or sexual abuse. Eight years ago, before Tate became a TikTok superstar, before he was detained in Romania, Police in the UK were looking into him. So what happened? Why didn't British authorities charge him all those years ago? A huge surge, like an almost tripling in the numbers of people reporting rape to the police. In England and Wales, rape prosecutions fell by over 30% in a year to the lowest level on record. There's a very low chance that if you report a rape, you will ever end up in court. Overall, less than 2% of rapes recorded by police resulted in any action. He figured out a way how to manipulate half of the internet. I'm not shocked half the planet are manipulated, to be honest, because I was one of those people. I'm Matt Shea, a documentary filmmaker based in London. This is Vice News Reports. I first came across Andrew Tate a few years ago. My friend's sons, little brothers, and nephews were just obsessed with his videos. These kids were as young as 12, and they were watching a man on TikTok whose views on women could be described as medieval. Some thought he was funny. Others were drawn to his supercars and flashy lifestyle. Others said he inspired them to go to the gym. But few of them were offended by the things he said about women. I honestly had no idea that a couple years later, he would become the most Googled man on the planet. I can't walk the street without people coming up to me and saying, Top G, Top G, Top G. Tate calls himself Top G for Top Gangster. Top G, top G, top G. 
and he claims he wants to push his fellow Gs to be stronger and tougher and to realize that they're better than women at many things. I think that males are better under stress and under pressure. He's known for treating women like objects and encouraging his followers to do the same. She's never going to be doing like my other girls do, letting me fuck other women, remaining loyal, and fucking bringing me coffees and doing as I say. Tate had over 4 million followers on Instagram, 13 billion views on TikTok, and 750,000 followers on YouTube, where his videos racked up millions and millions of views. I am the most Googled man in the world. I'm super famous. I have massive influence. But last year, his social media accounts on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter were all suspended because Tate repeatedly violated hate speech guidelines. Still, his videos appeared everywhere, reposted in at least some cases by bots, but also worryingly by a lot of young men and boys. Andrew Tate's rise to fame caught a lot of people by surprise. He seemingly came out of nowhere. What even fewer people knew until very recently is that years ago, Andrew Tate faced a string of sexual assault and rape accusations in the UK. He was never charged. But I feel like the failure to prosecute Tate reveals something a lot bigger and more troubling. This isn't just the story of one misogynist allegedly dodging justice. It's the story of the UK's broken justice system, where women come forward to report assault and rape, but ultimately very few cases are ever prosecuted. Andrew Tate started out as a professional kickboxer. He was 22 when he won his first championship, and it made him a minor celebrity in sports circles. Tate's name first appeared in the wider press in 2015 when he did a spot on the 17th season of the British reality TV show Big Brother. Right after the show started, some of Tate's racist and homophobic tweets came to light. And then, after just five days on the show... Due to events in the outside world, Andrew has had to leave the Big Brother house. The producers had pulled Tate because multiple women had accused him of sexual assault. Police were investigating, and Tate could have faced jail time. So, what was your relationship with Andrew Tate? That's a hard question. I interviewed Amelia, which isn't her real name, last January. I've known him years. He's ha he never had friends. He doesn't like people. He thinks that everyone's an idiot and he's the best person on the planet. She spoke to us on the condition of anonymity because she's scared that all those men who love Tate will come after her. A big thing that upset me a lot was everyone saying it's a character, it's a character, it's a character, when I know it's not. I've known him for a very long time and he's been the same person. Amelia first met Andrew Tate a few years before he was on Big Brother. I always knew, even from back in the day, there was always things said bad about him. But when I'd seen him again in 2013, I thought, oh, well, he's been lovely to me now. He's maybe what everyone's, all these rumors about him from back in the day, all those years ago, maybe false. So she decides to reconnect with him, and they start dating. He would text me a lot, like, as when you start to see someone. Amelia says Tate would brag to her that he owned an Aston Martin and that he would drive her around in it. She says he could be sweet. He made me feel as if I was lucky to be like to, for him to be messaging me. So I'd get excited. Oh, I've got a message from him. So I remember the first time I went around his house, 
Amelia was meeting Tate at his apartment. He'd just finished working out and said he wanted to take a shower. She said she'd wait outside for him, but he insisted she follow him up to his place. Once they were in his apartment, he asked her to come into his bedroom. It doesn't enter your head that someone's not going to respect you. Just a note here that Amelia is about to describe in more detail the alleged assault that happened next. He started to get unchanged, he took his top off, and then we started to make out on the bed until, out of the blue, he literally just stopped what he was doing. He said, I'm just contemplating whether I should rape you or not. And to that, I was so shocked by it, I turned to him and tried to like smirk, like laugh it off, like be like, this is, this is, I literally said, are you, are you joking? Come on, are you joking? He wasn't the funny, charismatic guy that I thought I was seeing, that I liked, that I cared for. He just went and instantly got up, jumped straight on top of me, grabbed my throat, pushed me to the back to the, off to the bed. He's six foot three, kickboxing world champion. How do you even fight back? And then when it stopped, I didn't actually really understand what happened because of the way he reacted to it. He stopped, he went to the bathroom and acted as if it was normal. He acted as if, oh, that's, that was, that's normal sex for me. He wouldn't let me leave the, the bedroom. He's like, you, you stay. I'm like, okay. He then comes back into the bedroom, right, time for sleep. Like, I, 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 I wanna leave. He got in bed, he just put his arm around me and stopped me from leaving. I just remember for hours and hours looking up at the ceiling, trying to work out whether I got assaulted. I can't even say the damn word. I know for a fact it wasn't consensual. But it's hard to use the, the word. I still can't really say the word. Amelia would later tell the police that after this night, Tate continued to message her. When can I see you? I remember after one time, he says to me, you could, you're so beautiful, you could be with any man on the planet, but yet you choose to be with me. So it made me feel like he thinks I'm beautiful. This is a well-known tactic. It's called love bombing, using affection to manipulate another person. I think it's mainly the fact that you want to believe that they do care for you. And it worked. Tate convinced Amelia to see him again. The psychological warfare I had on myself was, I know this is wrong, but I, I can't accept it. He's so lovely to me and so nice to me and he makes me laugh all the time. But Amelia showed me some messages that Tate sent her. He's like, I love abusing you. He used to say it multiple times on text. I love raping you. Amelia kept some of the voice memos that Tate sent her. The more you didn't like it, the more I enjoyed it. I fucking loved how much you hated it. Are you seriously so offended I strangled you a little bit? You didn't fucking pass out. I am one of the most dangerous men on this planet. Sometimes you forget exactly how lucky you were to get fucked by me. Six months after it happened, 
I was with my friend and I was like, you know what, it's time now. It, it, it's time I actually did something because I can't live like this anymore. It's killing me. So I went to the Bedfordshire police, walked into the police station with my friend. I was in a mess, absolute mess. And so my friend did the talking and she says, this is my friend, she, does, she wants to report a rape accusation, a rape. And the guy went, what, this girl? And she, my friend said, yes. And he went, right, okay, come here. I spoke to my friend, I said to my friend, is she okay or has she got learning difficulties? My friend went, excuse me? Well, why can't she talk for herself? My friend, because she's traumatised and she's beside herself, she can't talk about it. The police officer then turned to Amelia and told her that the process for actually arresting and prosecuting her rapist would be drawn out and complicated. I do remember sitting there with a woman that made me feel as if I'm just wasting her time. I regretted it for a very long time, going to the police because of how it went down. Plus, Amelia knew firsthand how clever Tate is, how he's a great manipulator. And I was like, well, he's so intelligent. He's going to figure out a way to get away with this. I can't fight this by myself. It's going to be me against him. I can't fight him alone. The police officer offered to log or write down Amelia's account of what happened so that they would have it on file. This would also give Amelia the chance to press charges at a later date. And I went, OK, that's all I'm strong enough to do right now. So I logged it in 2014. I ended up moving away because I couldn't live in the same place as him anymore. A year passed. Out of the blue, 2015, I got a phone call from a police officer from Hertfordshire Police. And they said, we have recognised that you made a report against Andrew Tate for rape allegations in 2014. The officer told Amelia that two other women had recently come forward. They said that Andrew Tate had sexually assaulted one of them and physically abused the other. And their stories were strikingly similar to Amelia's. The officer asked Amelia if she wanted to get involved in the case. Without any hesitation, I said, yes, get me in. So Amelia told her story to the police in detail. Again, this is now the second time. And she says the police officer taking her statement said to her, it's almost identical to the other two girls. So it's clear he, he has his trademark way of hurting women. I've personally interviewed three other women who have accused Tate of abuse and heard of at least one further woman who alleges he raped her. One woman I spoke to worked as a performer for Tate's sex cam business in 2014. She alleges Tate strangled her repeatedly without her consent and that she saw him do the same to other women who worked for him. She also says that she witnessed Tate rape another performer. Many of the details of her alleged abuse match Amelia's. The choking, the threatening text messages, and the bragging about assaulting her. When Amelia found out that Tate seemed to have an M.O. for how he allegedly assaulted women, she was horrified, but also hopeful. And I thought, well, if there's two other girls, I'm not alone now. I'm not alone. We can fight this together. That's after the break. Hold up. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In 2015, Tate was arrested for suspected rape. But he was quickly released and soon after ended up on Big Brother before being kicked off the show. Meanwhile, the police continued to investigate Tate. And so, Amelia waited for Britain's Crown Prosecution Service, the CPS, to formally charge him. So, let me take a second to explain how sexual assaults are prosecuted in the UK. The CPS is similar to a district attorney in the US. When someone reports being sexually assaulted to the police, they collect evidence, like any CCTV footage, text messages, or any physical evidence. This part of the investigation can take years. Once the police are done with their investigation, they hand the evidence over to the CPS. They're the ones in charge of prosecuting cases, like actually bringing them to court and arguing a case before a judge and a jury. So Amelia waited to hear when the CPS was going to bring her case against Tate to trial. And she waited and waited. Finally, four years after she and two other women had come forward to press charges, which is an extraordinarily long amount of time even for the UK police, the CPS told her that they had decided not to prosecute Tate. So I kept saying, is the evidence not enough? Not, what, you must have got more evidence. He admitted, yes, we had a lot of evidence. We took all their laptops, we took all their phones. We saw a lot of stuff. There was a lot of stuff on there. But apparently, whatever they found still wasn't enough. Even with the text messages where Tate appears to have said that he loved raping her. Even with the matching stories that appear to show a pattern of abuse of multiple women. Women who didn't know each other. Even with all that, the CPS decided not to pursue the case. Amelia asked the official from the CPS, why? He said, as a person, I, we, we do believe you. And it's not that we don't believe you, it's not that the CPS do not believe you, it's the fact there's a shred of doubt. That shred of doubt was because the CPS said they were worried that a jury might be confused as to why Amelia continued to sleep with Tate after he'd allegedly raped her. As for the other women's cases, the CPS had found texts on the phone of one of the other accusers. In the texts, she chatted with a friend about whether she should tell the police that she'd been drinking before the assault. The CPS worried that this text exchange would seem like the accuser conspiring to withhold evidence. According to Amelia, the CPS told her that not charging was ultimately for her own good. She says they said they didn't want to traumatize her. We cannot put survivors through a court trial because court trials are traumatic. So, so you're saying they're telling you that, but you're the one who wanted to go to trial? Precisely. When we asked the CPS for comment on why they didn't charge Tate, they responded, quote, Every case that comes to the CPS is dealt with by a specialist prosecutor in one of our dedicated rape and sexual offense units. In this case, we carefully reviewed all the evidence provided by the police regarding each complainant 
and concluded it did not meet our legal test and there was no realistic prospect of a conviction. We sent a letter to each complainant explaining our decision not to charge. End quote. I did the bravest thing I think I ever done in my life, which was hell, four years of absolute hell, going through investigation without anyone knowing, and basically have to do it alone, was all a waste. After that, Andrew Tate's fame just skyrocketed. It was around 2022 that I remember starting to see his hyper-masculine, misogynist videos everywhere. To be good at being a man, you have to have had a hard life. The demasculinization of men is a genuine plague we are suffering with in the West. Tate had started a website called Hustlers University. I say this all the time. Hustlers University is the greatest thing that exists on the face of the planet for people who are trying to escape the matrix. He made videos that supposedly taught men how to make money and pick up women. Hustlers University. Hustlers University. Hustlers University. Welcome to the second half of the Hustlers University. Tate alleges that it had 100,000 subscribers, some of whom were paying $49.95 a month for access to his pretty generic self-help videos. I know what you're thinking. Andrew, you've already taught me too much. Andrew, I never thought about business or money this way. I already have had all the value I deserve for this course. In reality, though, Hustlers University seemed to operate as a pyramid scheme. Subscribers were incentivized to convince others to sign up, and they were given a cut of the money. By 2020, Tate wasn't even in the UK anymore. He had moved his operation to a compound in Bucharest, Romania. I actually visited his compound last spring, and it was honestly one of the most bizarre experiences of my life. Tate showed me his long, Excalibur-like sword, his world championship belts, his fleet of fancy cars. He kept pointing to places that were quote-unquote classified where he wouldn't let me go. I saw several young women in stilettos sitting on couches, drinking, texting, but Tate wouldn't let me speak to any of them. And so, I gotta be honest, I wasn't totally surprised when, a few months after my visit... On Thursday night, Romanian police detained Tate, his younger brother Tristan, and two other men. Seven years after Amelia and two other women had come forward with allegations against Tate, and three years since British authorities decided not to prosecute him, he was being arrested in Romania. They say the arrests are part of a nine-month investigation into alleged human trafficking, rape, and forming an organized crime gang. For Amelia, it was a bitter piece of news to hear. So, according to you, if the Crown Prosecution Service and the police had chosen to prosecute, then this whole global rise to fame and subsequent arrest that Andrew Tate's going through right now in Romania could have all not happened. Precisely, yeah. You wouldn't be hearing about six girls in Romania going forward and claiming this. They would be at home, safe, happy. They wouldn't be going through what I can imagine as hell right now. And you really put blame on one person, that's him. What would you like to see happen now? He needs to be accountable for every single woman he's abused, assaulted and raped. I've spoken to all three of the women in Britain who accused Tate of abusing them almost a decade ago. I've seen some of the evidence against him. I think the British authorities could have done more. 
So why didn't they? Alright, that is recording. To understand why British authorities didn't prosecute Tate, I wanted to talk to an expert. So my name's Dr. Vera... Fuck up my name. <laughs> this is Dr. Fiona Vera Gray. It's Dr. Fiona Vera Gray. I'm the Deputy Director at the Child and Women Abuse Studies Unit at London Metropolitan University. For years, Dr. Vera Gray has studied sexual assault and rape in the UK. And she's watched the rise of Andrew Tate in horror. I asked her how she felt about Tate evading jail time in the UK for credible sexual assault accusations. It's depressing, but it's not surprising. I'm not surprised by it. Great. And in general, how would you describe the state of sexual assault law and enforcement in the UK today? <sighs> um, abysmal, it, I think, is the word that comes to mind. Over the last few years, there have been more stories in the press about how rampant sexual assault has become in the UK. In the last three years, the number of rapes prosecuted and convicted has collapsed. Since 2016, the number of rapes women have reported has almost doubled. But the number of prosecutions has fallen by 70%. Things have gotten so bad that recently a member of Britain's parliament said that rape is effectively decriminalized in the UK. This epidemic of violence against women and girls, and the fact that when you look at the stats, I mean, that's effectively decriminalizing rape. It's a statement of fact. And when we look at actually it practically, what is happening, how many rapes are happening compared to how many are actually getting processed through the criminal justice system. But irrespective of the problems in our criminal justice system, it is unlawful to have sex with somebody without their consent. That is a criminal offence. It is one of the most serious criminal offences. Um, and it's not OK in any circumstance. In 2018, The Guardian published an explosive expose on sexual assault in Britain that claimed that the leadership at the CPS was telling its prosecutors to only take ironclad cases to court. According to The Guardian, the CPS issued this secret directive because it wanted to bring up the percentage of successful prosecutions. In other words, it was stat padding. We reached out to the CPS for comment on this, and they said that, quote, no directive was ever issued to raise the bar of evidence needed for rape accusations, end quote. They also pointed out that they were sued on accusations of raising the bar for sexual assault cases and that that case was thrown out. Regardless of whether the secret directive was actually issued, one thing's for certain. By 2019, the CPS prosecution rate had dropped precipitously. Only one out of every 100 reported cases ever leads to a charge. One of the cases that never went to trial was Amelia's. So why exactly wasn't Amelia's accusation considered strong enough for the CPS to prosecute? She had evidence, and there was this pattern of abuse from Tate. I think we've got an idea as a society of how someone should react after being raped. Dr. Vera Gray thinks that the CPS may not have prosecuted Amelia's case against Tate because they were worried the nuance of her reaction to being raped might be lost on a jury. Specifically, they worried that a jury wouldn't understand why Amelia continued to see him romantically after he assaulted her. You don't want to be a rape victim, quote-unquote, because we're in a society where people see that as being 
a position or an identity that's associated with someone who's weak or vulnerable or they must have done something wrong. So people don't want to be that. So you will try and do any number of things after an assault to, in order to not feel like that. And one of those things might be continuing your relationship with someone. So it, it completely makes sense to me. It's not unusual. But what happens a lot of the time is they seem to think about what is a jury comprising of people who believe in a lot of the kind of myths and misinformation that we have about rape today. Some of the things you mentioned earlier about the fact that they were involved in a relationship, that they had consensual sex afterwards, all of these things would have been taken into consideration about is this person going to be taken as a credible witness on that stand. This isn't necessarily about the CPS saying we don't believe you or about the police saying we don't believe you. It's about when they apply that test to see is there a realistic prospect of a conviction, they don't think that you're going to be seen as a credible witness. In some ways the evidential threshold does need to be so high because it's a, it's one of the, it's second only to murder, right, in terms of how serious an offence it is. And we do have a criminal justice system that's predicated on someone being innocent until proven guilty. And we do need those things in place to protect people, right? But on the other side, what's not good is that it doesn't take into account the fact that this, unlike most other, maybe, crimes or a lot of other crimes, comes down a lot of the time to what happened in a private encounter between two people, so it doesn't have all of the other evidence that other kind of crimes do. Right now, there's a lot of pressure for the CPS's prosecution rates to go up. In 2021, the UK's Home Secretary ordered the CPS to start prosecuting rape cases at a much higher rate. And more recently, the CPS reported that those prosecution rates have been going up for the last year, though they're still not at previous levels. It seems like going forward, rape survivors might have a better chance of getting justice in the UK. We asked the CPS if they would consider reopening Amelia's case. They didn't respond to the question. Dr. Vera Gray feels like because of Tate's fame and influence, the fact that the CPS didn't take accusations against Tate seriously is especially damning. The justice system needs to take more accountability for the fact that that just increased his space to offend because he obviously felt like he's come to the attention of authorities, nothing's happened out of that, and so therefore in some ways that's given him permission or license. And I shudder to think how many other men have followed in his footsteps that again aren't and at the attention of the authorities now. And in addition to the legal system giving him license, Gray says, what about all the people across the UK and the US watching and sharing his videos? We needed a bit as a society. I wanted more men to stand up and say, dude, what the hell are you saying? That's not okay. Tomorrow's actually a really, really special day. We're gonna find out if Mr. Andrew Tate is free. There's a lot of people that believe, obviously, it's a raw case. I and many, like, 99% TikTok, I would say, doesn't believe it because, you know, they, they see a lot of proof of this being a false case. What has happened to Tate's popularity online? He's even more famous. Tate's real Twitter feed, which Elon Musk reactivated last year, remains active. The feed continues to tweet out self-help platitudes and links to Hustlers University, which has been renamed The Real World. 
I'm giving talks in schools up and down the country about Andrew Tate, and teachers are worried. They're terrified because almost half of their male students still support him and are chanting things like free top G in classrooms. In the UK, 45% of teenagers and young men have a positive view on Andrew Tate. More teenagers know who Andrew Tate is than know who the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is. He's still being viewed millions of times on TikTok, even though these social media companies have tried to remove him. It's not him posting these videos, it's his army of followers, so he's still out there. On Monday, April 3rd, Andrew Tate and his brother were released from jail and put on house arrest in Romania as police there continue to investigate the allegations against them. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode was reported by Matt Shea. This story was produced by Jesse Alejandro Cuttrell and Steph Brown and edited by Stephanie Karayuki and Ashley Cleek. Vice News Reports is produced by Sam Egan, Adriana Rodriguez, and Adriana Tapia. Our senior producers are Jesse Alejandro Cuttrell and Janice Yamoka. Our supervising producer is Ashley Cleek. Our associate producer is Steph Brown. Sound design and music composition by Steve Bone, Cram Bandy, and Kyle Murdoch. Our executive producers are Adiza Egan and Stephanie Karayuki. For Vice Audio, Annie Aviles is our executive editor, and Janet Lee is our senior production manager. Fact-checking by Nicole Pasolka. Our theme music is by Steve Bone. Our VP of audio is Charles Raggio. I'm Ariel Zermross. If you have time this week, it would be so great if you could go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and review and rate our show. It really helps other people decide if they actually want to click on that play button when they do find us. So please do that. Vice News Reports drops every Thursday, so be sure to check back in next week.